host's name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that now? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha. Delta. Yeah. Dukes. Dig it. There but progression got me. It's a Chad Dukes show. 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 Friday there, out there, 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 to you, everybody there. Yeah, baby, this is the perfect, if you are in the Northern Virginia area, this is the perfect weather. It's about 48 degrees out, not all that blustery. You don't have to wear all the heavy shit, but it's still cool enough. Feels like the season gets steamed up. No sun. Fuck the sun. Seriously. I mean, the sun can lick it from the back. Out I mean, on the sun. I just don't like the sun at all. I would get rid of it if I could. Like, if we could just get our light from someplace else, it'd be amazing. I don't flat earth believe the flat earth people think that, like, the fucking, what do they think? They have the ice wall. What else is going on? I don't know. They don't believe there's a giant sun that we're orbiting around. Maybe I'm going to join with the ranks with those fucking weirdos. <clears throat> I fucking hate the sun. I love overcast. Give me overcast 10 times out of 10, and not that Dr. Dre streaming service, whatever the fuck that's called. Welcome to the program. It is the Chat Dukes Show. This is your free Friday episode. We are happy to be here for you and thankful for all of you that choose to check out the show. I spoke to another guy today that told me I listen to your sports show and I don't listen to your podcast, and I was like, awesome, appreciate it. <clears throat> well, if you ever fucking trip and fall into the, the internet, um, you go to Spotify or iTunes. I always just try to I try to use that as a growing experience, but it just it's so fucking disappointing. We had um, just a horrible example of that that I'm going to give in just a couple of moments. Some really bad news today. That's what we're going to share with you. Uh, I am your host, Chad Dukes. We are broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solitudes, presented by Money Monks Barbecue in Percival. Monks Barbecue, the absolute best. Uh, he is the presenting sponsor of our Fortress. I haven't seen him in weeks, uh, but it's uh, it's always good. It's always good to have him aboard. Uh, no matter how late the check is. Uh, so thank you so much to uh, him and to everybody for checking out the show today. I am joined, as always, by the Cold Soldier, the Hooting Colossus, the Mahi Mahi Mangler, the Hot Stepper, the Jolly Ogre, the Clam Fan, uh, the Clarendon Cryptid, they call him the Kid. Gigantor is with us here. Hello, Tor. Uh, thanks for all the nicknames. I like all of those. Well, they're, they're much better. Well... My God, Jesus, Titty. Um, I like to a lot of times think a tour because, because like we, you know, you sacrifice a couple of things when you do what we do. I mean, this show, the the Monday through Friday show has Monday through Thursday show rather has a paywall. You know, we charge for it like you do for things if you want to pay bills in America. Um, and a lot of people just as soon as you ask for money, they're a no go. They're only going to do it for free. 
Um, you know, comes with newspapers asking for you to chip in a couple of bucks or, uh, you know, here, sign up for this streaming service and you can watch this television show. They're just people are inherently cheap and tight with a buck. So to ask for them to pay for something, you're immediately going to wipe out, I would say, most of the audience. And then on top of that, there's the people that are like, you know, have legitimate financial concerns. You know, they're having trouble making ends meet. Maybe they're out of work, what have you. I get all that. And then you have what we have, which is your P1s, your privileged few. Uh, Leonidas and his 300. The, the, the people that listen to the show now are standing at the, at the hot gates, locking their shields into a phalanx against the thousand uh, nations of the Persian army where their arrows are blocking out the sun. Um and I'm grateful for those people. And sometimes I think because those people have been so supportive and so lockstep, I just assume that they understand the show. And um, I, I think there's a lot of people that do. You know, we, we've listed them all the time. Your Corey Rita's, your John Page's, your Charles Cooch's, your Orgy Beard's. Like, there's just, there's people that get the show. And then there's all the people that were commenting on social media yesterday. Um, I don't want to necessarily get into all of it. Here's here's what I can put up is... Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, I, I put up a little um, segment that I thought would be fun to talk about for the holidays, and I said, what is your favorite? Did you see this post, Tor? Did you see this? Did you see this? I did, yeah. Um, well, before we get into that, I do have something for you. Oh, what do we got here? Oh. These are reindeer noses. Um, they are available at Commonwealth Dry Goods. <laughs> it's just, I got a loose bag of candy here. You did. Um, <laughs> that one ripped open, and... Uh, my wife said, do you want to eat these? And I said, yes. But I said, Gigantor probably would like to try them as well. So go ahead and pop that into your mouth. But I'll tell you what they are. Is, you know what a Whopper is? Yeah. They're basically giant Whoppers. Big fan of those. And there's a, there's red ones in there, too, that are, are, are different flavored. But um, I find these to be like, it's like you're going from a Buick to a Cadillac. Same mm-hmm. basic fucking car, but it's just a little bit of a smoother ride. Okay. You, see, you see what I'm going for there? yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's thicker chocolate. Silkier chocolate, oh, yeah. thicker, more of everything. They're, they're my favorite candy we currently have in mm-hmm. the store. And that's why when she said, should I throw these out? I said, no, no, no. Tor and I will make short work of those. Loose bag of candy I'm always a big fan of as well. Goddamn. Um, those are called reindeer noses. Try, re- try a red one, if you gotcha. don't mind, before we move on. They uh, they intersperse Rudolph noses in with the rest of the reindeer noses. There it is. That is the, uh, that's the red guy right there. This um, also helps with my... Oftentimes, childhood urge to eat a marble. So, this one won't kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know marbles were on the list of things that you wanted to eat. They're all smooth. I put a lot of them in my mouth. You know, it's not It's not like I, was, I could ever chew on them. I understood that. Right. But. So the sorghum eraser. Uh, what else? Nerf balls? Uh, I took a bite out of a good amount of balls. Uh, a good the, amount of Nerf yeah, balls yeah, yeah. to bite out. And marbles now? I, I never bit the marbles, but, I, you know. They're rolling them around in the mouth? Yeah. I mean, any of the, you know, the... Um, Did you fantasize about biting into a marble? Just wondering what what the inside would taste like. What about a marble rye? <laughs> Is there any chance we could just go with that? Uh, you know those um, the the pencil uh, grippers that, that you could have to. Sure. I probably I've, I've chewed on probably one a day for. By the way, what type of a fucking racket were those things? I mean, you absolutely did not need those to write with a pencil. No, but they were so squishy and, and they looked so colorful and I'm like oh this has did to taste you ha- good did you have a little store that sold school supplies at your elementary school or high school uh in high school yeah it, uh, elementary school no that was just for book fair day we had uh, we had one that was always open and they had miami vice pencils and they were fucking in high demand high demand and they charged an arm and a leg uh, try that red one and tell me what you yeah, think of that. Uh, the Rudolph Nose is available at Commonwealth Dry Goods uh, in uh, Old Town Fairfax. Uh, one of my favorite candies we have in the store year-round. I just love Whoppers. I love malted milk bowls, and I just feel like they're one of the most disrespected candies of all time. It's fucking delicious. Great, right? Yeah. 
just tremendous, and uh, they're girthier. So check that out uh, if you want to swing by. I'll be working on Saturday. I'll get some Rudolph the Rudnose reindeer balls. I'll uh, hopefully have some left over. But that's a loose. I love a loose bag of candy. I don't know why. Maybe it goes back to my bulk food aisle days in Giant and Huntsman Square, where I'd go through and you just fill up a bag of gummy cola bottles. But it's tremendous. Um, where were we? All the listeners are the yeah. worst. Right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> God damn it. So, I, I put up a post on our Facebook page. And uh, you should always be checking our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show. Um, that's where you can watch our live Hootenannies. You can become a supporter, join the private chat, uh, get all of our video back catalog. Lots of fun stuff going on up there. And um, I, I we, we can't take phone calls. We probably could figure out a way to take phone calls on the show. But quite frankly, I don't know if you guys listen to a lot of radio shows or as much talk radio as I listen to. Um, phone calls very rarely help a radio show. Um, sometimes they can push a conversation forward. But callers are generally pretty stupid. And um, they really aren't, you know, they either really want to be broadcasters and are ill-equipped or they just are uncomfortable on the air. Um it's just, if you can avoid callers, you should. Uh, and I think it's why Stern takes very few phone calls. Opie and Anthony took very few phone calls. Um, I think it's, especially sports talk radio. Jesus Christ, they're fucking sports talk radio callers the goddamn worst. But it is nice to hear from the audience. And it is nice to have the audience interacting with you when you're hosting. So I put this up to her on our show Facebook page. I said, what is the best toy of your lifetime? This is ours. And I put a picture of the Nerf Turbo football. Yeah. And I said ours in the collective we. I don't know if that's yours. Uh, it's mine, most assuredly. A, a ner just a Nerf football in general is going to be top five with me. I, I grappled with this. The other one that it could have possibly been tour is the ubiquitous Nerf uh, basketball mini hoop oh, that you would yeah. put on the closet door in your bedroom. I, I don't know. They say you got to have 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. I have to be an expert at shooting Nerf fucking hoops. I can't tell you. I would get grounded, and I would get everything taken away, right? You couldn't play video games, go outside. Uh -huh. And I would just fucking, it was free throws, and there was dunks. I would work layups. I just, I remember smashed the carpet in my room, looked smashed down, because I just ran fucking ball on that hoop so much. And then you can put one in your office. It's just a tremendous toy. Yeah, that's, um, I'm I'm glad that to be represented by the Nerf uh, for, the, for the football, and then the basketball, and then the... I grew up. I had the glow in the dark hoop and ball. Okay. So even when when it came, a man when, of privilege. Yeah. Then when nighttime was, hoops. When it was nighttime, you're like, oh, here we go. It's time to turn up. I got to give some of the listeners credit. They reminded me of toys I forgot. Were you? Did you have Nerf jousting? I mean, excuse me, Nerf fencing. I didn't have Nerf fencing. So there were these big Nerf swords, and on the hilts, uh, there were targets. And the way that you would play is you would stab at each other, and you'd try to stab the other person's target now you did that for about five minutes and then it just turned into just wailing the crap out of each other with these nerf swords uh which was a shitload of fun and i had forgotten all about that toy and my, my but i put this up basically i said um this is our toy what is yours no video games please those aren't toys leave a pic if it's obscure we'll discuss on friday's episode so that's about three sentences right yeah um People are leaving some great ones. Uh, there was the the Dukes of Hazard Big Wheel. I had one of those. I mean, Big Wheels were just you, you live and die with Big Wheels, especially if you were like me. My parents were cheap. Um, they weren't ever gonna buy me the electric car. You know, they had the got people that could drive around in the fucking Bigfoot and the, you know, they they had the ones that would drive by themselves. Yeah. Never had that. It was always gonna be a situation where you had to provide the manpower, a la Fred Flintstone. Um, pedal cars. Never had a pedal car. A couple of people put up Knight Rider. Uh, that kit was up there, which I thought was really, really cool. But 
the Dukes of Hazard Big Wheel was, again, in my neighborhood, ubiquitous, and I just spent hours on that thing. There's lots of really good examples of um, of toys. But the one that went up, and I wish, Tor, I wish I was wired in a certain way where this didn't... I, I wish it could just be like, oh, that's kind of disappointing, and then I move on with my life. When I tell you I saw this, and I, I thought about throwing myself off the roof of my house, and that's probably on me. That's not on uh, the person that actually left this comment because, you know, even though it's... Well, I'll read it, and then you can judge. Sure. Again, here was the original post accompanied with a picture of a Nerf Turbo football. What is the best toy of your lifetime? This is ours. What is yours? No video games. Those aren't toys. Leave a pic if it's obscure. We'll discuss on Friday. Okay? Yep. This is what Justin Yentez left. It is a picture of a Nintendo. Okay? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. the, the NES, the OG, the original. And again, I would stipulate not a toy. That's you beginning your descent into obesity and uh, rudeness, and that's sitting in a dark room playing video games, which I do, by the way, which I did. I certainly logged some hours on the Nintendo, but that kind of flew in, in the in the face of what I wanted to actually, it's Christmas, like toys. Like, kids don't play with toys anymore. They look at screens. They don't go outside. They fucking stay inside. Everybody it thinks that everyone else is a child molester, so we're ruining humanity because kids don't go out and play toys after the age of about, what, six or seven. They've done research on this now so this guy justin who i'm sure didn't mean any harm uh posted a picture of a nintendo and i responded did you read the post justin and he responded truth be told like half of it miss seeing you guys in phoenix now this is bad for a plethora of reasons a plethora one it ain't like a big paragraph that i wrote you know it was a couple of sentences um, so you're lazy, uh, two, you ruined the bit. I specifically didn't ask for video games. Not that big a deal. It's very difficult to crowdsource on social media without someone being uh, a clown, but, and then the missing you guys, I, I can only assume he means big Owen Dukes. <laughs> like I can only assume that's what he means. So he, in, in this tiny little post, he, he, he went against what we were going for. He let me know that he obviously doesn't listen anymore, and, but then also did that on my show page when I didn't quit me going, Duke. It, it's, just, it's a confluence of I just I just moaned and wanted to lean my fucking head into the wall because I think what happens to her, maybe this is a credit to how well the show's going. I feel like we got a lot of momentum. Like We crank out really good shows. We don't take days off. We get really good feedback. People seem to be digging what we're doing when we have a live event, a shitload of people show up. And like, I feel like, oh, man, everybody's kind of all in on this. And I forget that I'm in my own little echo chamber and outside in the outside world. This guy has been he, he liked the Chad Duke show Facebook page. At some point, he had to be engaged. Yeah. Is no longer engaged, has no idea anything that's going on and can't be bothered to read. the. I don't know. I took it way harder than I should have. And then I, I've spent about 30 seconds wishing just awful things on this guy. I mean, just hideous, terrible, like scorpions eating his brains. Then I'm like, wh- why are you this mad? Like what? It's at least at some point he fucking listened. Uh, he half ass glanced at a post and posted something like it's it's not the end of the world. It went from me being d- depressed and wanting to die to wanting to find where this guy lived and pull a Jay and Silent Bob to then completely questioning everything about like my uh, ability to assess an issue in life. And maybe like maybe this is something I always say this to her. Life's too good. I think life's too good for people, me included. If, if I can spend this much time bitching and moaning and kvetching about this dumb and sensitive son of a bitch, um, then perhaps my life's too good, 
right now, and I need to acknowledge that. I just can't believe that he got – you know what? He locked down a triple-double in the first half. That's what he did. Completely agree. He could take the whole second half off. All right, guys, you got it. I did my job. You know what else, too? You know what else? If he was trying to be an asshole, it would be so much easier – that guy doesn't have any idea that anything that he did was in any way a mistake. I think I think maybe he got excited. He said, "Oh, favorite toy time, favorite toy time." I love time. Nintendo. Favorite, no, Nintendo. By time. the way, by the way, real original idea. I, 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 people that talk about how they like older video games. Wow, wow, that that's never been covered by a radio show or a podcast or anywhere on the internet. I think maybe he got a little steamed. He was he was ready to go. <sighs> no, I only read half the post. It's three sentences. Miss you guys here in Phoenix. Who? What guys do you miss here in Phoenix? The, the other two guys that won't, that won't do anything, that have nothing to do with anything that I'm doing? Go message them. I got I to calm down. I got to calm down. This isn't that big of a deal, right? Right. It's not that big of a deal. Is it? Look, I know we're going to get the coffee pot in here. We're going to get the big industrial size uh, restaurant coffee pot up here in the studio. Sure. Is there any way we can get like Soma? Like, is there another? Is there like another beverage that I can get up here? What was that beverage they used to sell at fucking Seven Eleven that would help calm you down and make you sleep? Uh, was it some type of tea? It was, no, it was called or, like Dank or something. Uh, it, was, it was called something. I what something to bring me down. Like, I need a fucking. I need two Xanax, and I basically I just need like a fucking IV hooked up here that I can just strap into. I need ports on the back of my neck, like in the fucking Matrix, where you can just pump the sedative into me when I come in here to do the goddamn show. I can't take it, Tor. I can't take it. Okay. Um, did you find it? I still have not. Nobody's it. ever slower. I see. Here's the thing they say about the younger generation: is that they're more adept to navigate the internet. That is not true. We will wait another 25 minutes for Tor to find the answer to this thing, and I guarantee, if I fucking googled it, it would come up in one second. What happens over there? Is it the big fingers? Is it the thighs? Your butt cheeks? I'm trying to. I typed in calming 7-Eleven beverage, and then. <laughs> I'm doing my best here. <laughs> I think it was canceled. I think it, before Four Locos got the fucking, I think it fucking, uh, it, it was a, a big Cleveland Indians fan. They gave it the old heave ho. So we're not allowed to be inside of this fucking building. All right. Um, disappointment number two. Oh, here we go. Well, let's go. Let's start about this. Disappointment 2.5. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Um, the fucking New Orleans Saints. Oh, yeah. Suck it from the back. Oh. That's what I say, Tor. A great man once said into that microphone, or actually said walking towards the back of the room as Ant Man was screaming at him. Um, I I don't know. I I think we've all known someone, Tor, that is dating somebody that you're like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. They're not. They're rude. They're mean. They're not very attractive. They're unbearable to be around. They smell. They're stealing your money. They're driving away the friends. Like I think as men. And probably women see this too. You're all around a, somebody that is with somebody. You're like, this isn't good for you. What you, you can tell that the person in that relationship is seeing the world differently than you are. Um, and I feel like maybe even politically now, when we talk about Rittenhouse, we talk about COVID, it's like people are living in two different worlds, right? Right. There's no middle ground. You try to explain what happened in a series of events, and someone will think you're insane and explain it in a completely different way, and then you think they're insane. This happens and has been happening in relationships for as long as I've been alive. I'm sure as long as, as, as men and women have been getting together. The Taysom Hill, Sean Payton relationship is that relationship. Now, maybe you come to me and you say, Dukes, uh, he hadn't started a quarterback since last year. Um, you know, he has Trevor Simeon playing, uh, Jameis Winston beat him out in the preseason. Like he's not upset. 
under no circumstances should Taysom Hill play quarterback for your team. And I feel very comfortable saying that. Uh, he's got a he's got a place. He he's got a place on an NFL roster, just like Josh Cribbs. Go down the list of players that could do a bunch of different stuff, but you didn't feel comfortable having them do one thing. Uh, Cordero Patterson. Yeah. We're, we're seeing the Renaissance. He's at, what's he thirty three. I think he's thirties. Uh, yeah, he's in his thirties, right? But like he's had roles, but now it's it's taking him this long to finally be like, oh wow, like they're finally using this guy correctly. I, I watched that entire game last night. Um, you could probably win one or two games with a running back that you know can make a couple of plays a quarterback playing quarterback. You probably can't. You certainly don't give that guy forty million dollars and say you're going to be a quarterback in this league. For those of you that didn't watch the game last night, uh, Taysom Hill threw four interceptions. and I, I mean, ghastly. And, and here's what was terrible about it, Tor. If you're a Cowboys fan, you're going to be a Cowboys fan. It's going to be a fucking one-and-done season for you when you get to the postseason. I mean, th you should gain no confidence. D Dak didn't play well. Ezekiel Elliott's washed. And by the way, they're not protecting him at all. They're running the football with him in the final two minutes of that fucking game. I don't know what's going on there. They had all their wide receivers back. And the only reason why the Cowboys were able to do what they did is because Taysom Hill kept throwing touchdowns. The Saints were in that game up until I would say, you know, partial of the way through the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and I just couldn't believe another thing that Sean Payton did, which I thought was hilarious. Is you notice he didn't run him before the, the the first half. In the first half, Taysom Hill didn't run at all. He was just passing. You know why? Because he knew that one they could make adjustments. Right. So that he just the second half come out. All right, run, 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 run. He gets to 100 yards real quick because you know there's no ability to stop that, reassess, go back in. Even so, and then look, Taysom Hill, 11 carries. He had 101 yards. It's impressive that he can do that. There's value there. But he was 19 of 41. And you can't tell me, Tor, that if Trevor Simeon, they, they put him in for, let's say, three series, that they couldn't have at least kicked a field goal instead of throwing another interception. It was just unbelievable to me. And I sat there watching it like, I wonder how much longer Sean Payton is in a situation where he's the only one that doesn't know that this guy's not going to be a quarterback in this league. And, and maybe it's just because of the weird situation. If Jameis Winston is healthy, maybe we're not having this conversation. But it's been so long with the Taysom Hill fucking spiel from that team. And I'm just watching last night saying, like, she just stole your car keys. You caught her in the fucking, you know, cul-de-sac next door making out with another dude. You're still letting her back in the house fucking saying we'll work this out. Like, what is it going to take? Is she going to have to stick a goddamn ice pick in between your ribs? Weird, weird spot to be in. It's really weird. And then... Last night was a great example for what it's really like to see a running back try to play quarterback. That's because what it was. When Lamar came out, it was okay. He's a running back. I don't know if he could do it. No, no, no. No matter if, no matter how bad Lamar's playing in the first three quarters, quarter four, he's going to turn into quarterback one for you and take you down the field and at least get you a touchdown. Or that was a the opposite goal. of what we saw last night. Right. Last night it was okay. I can't run. I can't run, and I'm going to try to hit a. a and, and the only reason they, he had 19 completions was just because of the Cowboys' zone. And right. He, it, uh, it was all underneath shit. It right. was all on third and nine. He throws for six yards. I mean, it's misleading that he had that many completions. Yeah, and it, quarterbacks can find the the pockets in the zone. It happens. That's how zones work. You're supposed you hold off in the zone. You try to confuse them a little bit, and then hopefully your pressure gets to the quarterback. Man to man is a little different. He can't he can't throw over as man to man unless your receiver's wide open. But a typical quarterback, you're like, okay, read one, read two, read three. One of those is in the going to be zone and open. So congratulations on 19 completions. It was 
abysmal to see him. It was a winnable game, too. I mean, that was what was so yeah. crazy about it uh, at home. And their, their season's done now. I know five and seven, they haven't been mathematically limited. But what are they, those five in a row? Yeah, they started five and two. It's just, you know, maybe you can beat the Falcons. They play Falcons again, or does it already happen twice? They play them again. Okay. I mean, you can beat that team. Yeah. You know, there's a couple teams. You can Easily. beat the Panthers. Yeah, it's not a big deal. But if you're the, if I'm the Cowboys and I'm looking at, you know, Ezekiel Elliott averaging three and a half yards to carry, Dak wasn't particularly – he threw a terrible interception – uh, in the fourth quarter, let the Saints right back in to the game. Nobody looked particularly impressive except that one, that Tony Pollard run. Um, I, I don't know how that guy only has seven carries. You need, you need to figure out a way to get that guy the ball more. Um, and and CeeDee Lamb's a stud. You know, yeah. he wasn't over, his statistics weren't overwhelming, but he was a constantly a factor in that game. They picked up a lot of third downs off of, you know, catches that he was making. But I, I just watched the Cowboys and I'm like, they're just the Cowboys. This is what they do. Like, they can play well enough to have people talking about them the whole time and to win the shitty NFC East. But I, I just, all of the consternation surrounding the Rams or, or, you know, you're worried about Kyler's health and the Cardinals. I mean, just go down the list. The Packers, whoever they're going to face. The, the Vikings could very easily beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. Like, whoever you think is going to be there at that second tier. I just don't know how you watch that game and you feel really good about yourself if you're a Dallas fan. I'm absolutely, I'm actually, I, I, I never use this word. I'm triggered that Michael Gallup is on this team. Triggered. Because he should be on some other team as the number two wide Absolutely. His, touch, his touchdown that he caught in the end zone was spectacular. And to see him buried underneath CD and Amari Cooper and Dalton Schultz, as the, I'm like, oh, dude. They love throwing the ball to Dalton Schultz. And here's another problem about it. It's like, oh, we have all these weapons. They have an inability to get the ball into the hands of their weapons. Right. Like, nobody is getting enough touches in that offense. It's it's very odd to see. And that's why, like, oh, they're getting Amari Cooper back. It's like, okay, I bet he has three catches for fucking 38 yards. I don't know what he had, but I, he didn't have much of an impact in that game. He had two for 41. There you go. I mean, I, that's, that's what I would have fucking called it for the beginning of the game. So, uh, you know, the Saints need to figure out you can't tell me that putting a call into Philip Rivers wouldn't have been a better idea than what you're doing right now. I know everybody laughs at that and thinks it's, it's, they're, they're playing a fantasy football. You can't tell me he wouldn't be better than what they have a quarterback right now. And maybe they're one of those guys. We talked about it on the show this week. If you subscribe, you go to ChadDukeShow.com. Maybe Jimmy G, they, they fucking see if he's available. Maybe you, you take a sniff around one of these quarterbacks that's playing okay someplace else and say, wow, maybe if we got somebody that could play okay with us. I, I, perhaps you're satisfied with just going back to Jameis again. One more time, he certainly had a winning record when he went out, but uh, you know, I, I don't know how many more years we're going to be looking at the Saints and saying, "Well, that's a turnkey operation." Eventually, it's going to be a full turnover, but for next year, they're, they're definitely a quarterback away. I don't. It's there's su and games like this remind me that there's such a premium of ca on capable quarterbacks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, no matter how bad your situation is, if you're looking at it, you got a top 15 quarterback in the league. Cherish that. Because this is what you're looking at without one. Because defenses just, are just getting faster and smarter. And better. So when you have a quarterback that can't handle that, you're going to be in for a lot of so losses. So does that change your opinion on what should be done with Baker Mayfield or Russell Wilson? I mean, there's a lot of big-name quarterbacks that people are saying are going to get moved on from this past season. The way the Packers have decided to fucking say, all right, one more with Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> How do you not go to Aaron Rodgers and say, what would you like? W would you like ownership? We'll take it back away from the fans and we'll give it to you. you yeah. want, who do you want us to fire? <laughs> who do you want us to hire? Whatever you'd like, we'll do it for you. Like, I don't know how you look at that situation and not feel differently looking at what the Saints are going through right now. Especially with the upcoming class of quarterbacks. Like, oh, It's a huge I, step back from this past year. And there's going to be some team that says, all right, bye-bye, star quarterback. Bye-bye, five-time pro bowler. Go, go enjoy uh, greener pastures. Who are you talking about? That would probably be the Seattle. Fo the fo fo <laughs> You're talking about the dirty-dirty? <laughs> it might be the dirty-dirty. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, a, oh, I'll, I'll be sitting here. 
Pulled my putt. Here we go. Here comes Russell Wilson to Atlanta. Nope. He'll be somewhere else. Wow. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, somewhere else. Washington's going to get a better quarterback. And then I'm sitting here. Oh, Felipe Franks. Awesome. This is great. This did, is a fun time for me. Did you see um, Troy Aikman's comments on the Rams and why they're struggling? What did he say? It was very, uh, they're very obvious, but I haven't heard anybody make the point. I think maybe because the Rams, um, you know, people just enjoy watching them and Sean McVay is, seems to be somewhat bulletproof. He said the super team in football is an impossibility. It never works. And he referenced when the Eagles try to do it, and of course when the Redskins try to do it. He's like, when you try to bring all the superstars together, he's like, football is such a, a you know a team sport that it just it, it you, first of all you don't find championship level success, much less you know um, any type of success. And I thought about that, and I said that's interesting because the Eagles were coming off a playoff berth. The Redskins, back when they did the whole Deion Sanders bit, I mean that was laughable. Were coming off a playoff berth. It's not like they were bad teams attempting to immediately slap it together. And the Rams are a playoff team; they're a good team. Is he is he referring to the Namdi Asamoah Eagles that year when they when well, they, no when they signed Vince Young and they said yeah yeah oh, they yeah, went yeah, out, they yeah, got yeah. they brought in all those fucking guys. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that uh, I think that the Rams get a pass just because they still are so spectacular. I mean, even when they lose, they're just, you know, going up and down the field. And I also think it's too early. I mean, they have enough talent on that team where Tom Brady, when he went to the Buccaneers, I mean, everyone knows this now, for the first seven, eight weeks, you're like, well, this, I don't know if this is going to work. And then it gelled. I, I still think that's possible with Los Angeles where all of those different pieces that they've brought together. Now, you've added a two big, a couple of big ones. Ad, adding Odell. And then having Odell, now he's got to replace Robert Woods. Yeah. Like, that wasn't the plan. You know, and I think that's a big deal as well. I think Von Miller is going to play better if he's healthy. Like, I think some of these pieces that they have added are going to – they just have too much talent, and they're well coached. And as long as Sean McVay doesn't have to go up against Kyle Shanahan, I can't imagine they're not going to win a playoff game this year. And maybe the Rams got sick of missing on, on first-round picks, second-round sure. picks, because Cooper Cup, fifth-round pick, I think. Late-round late, late round pick, if, it, even if he was undrafted also. So you're like – Okay, look at the value we're getting out of him, and look at the uh, the guard we drafted, number three out of Auburn. Look at what happened with Jared Goff, uh, the, the haul that we got from the Skins for RG3. Everybody was off the team by 2018. And you're sitting here like, oh, what did we just do all this for? What did we just burn six years and, and didn't get anything from our number one, uh, first round, second round picks? Okay, fuck them. Let's get all the, the, the veterans that we know can play ball and, and not take this chance. I love the idea and I love the concept and I hope that it works because there is nothing more insufferable to be around than a fucking draft guru. But, uh, you know, their results lately speak for themselves even though they have played some fairly difficult matchups. Um, does what's going on in New Orleans make you feel differently about Taylor Heineke and what the Washington should do moving forward? Here's the problem with Taylor Heineke in my opinion. When he is... He's such a great story, underdog story, that when he wins a game, it almost makes you forget about all the terrible things. It's through a megaphone, got. right? It, yes. I would agree. And you're sitting here like, oh, his arm's not really that that weak. It is. Uh, He's he, got a noodle arm. And you're, I mean, when I he had when he threw that touchdown to Terry in Green Bay, I'm looking at the ball. It, I saw it live. I'm looking at it like, when's it coming down? It's just sitting there, sitting there. It's like a you could have taken the a 12 gauge, boom, done. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is yet. I do know that if they keep stringing games together, like if they beat the, the Raiders, you know, if, if they find themselves like they they have a wild card spot secured, it's going to be very difficult to say. You know, bird in the hand. That conversation is going to be way more compelling. Um, but but it, 
the appreciation of relevance. I've always preached it. Like if you've got a guy that can at least get the job done, even if he's not Aaron Rodgers, he's not whoever you think, Kyler Murray, you think whoever Josh Allen, whoever you think the tippity top of the fucking mountain is, it's like don't don't get too bogged down worrying about what everybody else has. I always say that about the NHL and the NBA and Major League Baseball. It's like comparing them to football. Don't worry about what the NFL is doing. The NFL is the NFL. It's, it's, it's at a different level. Worry about what's best for your organization. Right. And then I, with Heineke, it's like, man, those first four weeks. He's not the guy. He can't do it. He's awful. You can't do it. We're, we're on to 2022 and who we're going to draft. I'm like, okay. And now it's maybe he can do it. And now we're back into the cycle of, He's going to compete again next year because he's not. I'm like, okay, so he's going to compete again. We're going to do the same cycle again. You're going to you're going to bring in the kid from Ole Miss, and you're going to have him versus Heineke. And then, oh, Fitz probably. St- you just it's just going to be another year of Washington quarterback dilemma sure. instead of nutting up and getting a, a big time free agent. And I think the Tampa Bay victory is the one that sticks. Like the NFL, the middle of the NFL, the middle to the bottom end is bad this year, and they can lose to anybody. Right. So. It's a little bit. I don't want to take away from victories. Victories are victories, but that—that's the one real. And they also match up really well against Tampa. I'm interested to see what they do against the Raiders. Like the Raiders can be competitive. They're having a tumultuous season. But if you really are trying to make the argument that you're a playoff caliber team, you smoke this squad and you keep your fucking streak going because you know you got two coming up against Dallas here in the very near future. Okay, um, that was disappointment number one point one, I believe. Disappointment number two. Um, so I, I don't. I don't like. When the listeners have become not just listeners anymore, not just people that are, first of all, people that just sit in their car and flip on your radio show, grateful to them. You know, there's a lot of options. But what it takes the next step tour, and it's people are plunking down a credit card. And then on top of that, there's people that plunk down a credit card twice, where they not only subscribe to the Chad Duke show, but they become a supporter on Facebook. Now, it's very inexpensive, but it's still money out of your pocket. You know what I mean? It's cash on the barrel head. You could have gone elsewhere and you came to us, and I appreciate that. I'm out of the business of attacking these people. Sure. These are these are the people that are keeping my power and my cable on in my house, and for that I'm eternally grateful. But that being said, I expect more out of you. Um, I clearly then I should. We're doing giveaways now for our Facebook supporters. And um it, it's I I do this bit and I don't know why. When I order things, I order too many. Um when I ordered uh Kenny Kit put up some t-shirts for his new uh, catastrophe radio i ordered like three of them don't know why i did um i bought loud goat uh, who hosts the fastest hour in radio with us in uh, fortress film society i bought him a uh, a talking turbo man action figure for some reason i bought three um one of them is for dots and i haven't told him that yet but he, he won't hear this and uh <laughs> but i bought an extra you know i don't i don't know why so i always have this shit just hanging around it's like some pretty cool shit but it's always just hanging around so i said well, let's put this shit to some good use. Let's go into the subscribers, uh, the supporters rather, and let's uh, let's give out some prizes. I went in last night or yesterday, and I said, uh, "Friendos, would you?" I posted this in the uh, Chad Duke Show secret supporter group. I said, "Would you like to win this talking Turbo Man action figure?" Of course you would. Come up with a nickname for Young Tor and leave it in the comment section of the post. We will pick one at random and take home, and that they will take home the prize. So. You know, people are commenting. Uh, I went to tour and I, I texted him. And I said, hey, man, uh, there's a bunch of these uh, nicknames up there. Pick one you like and uh, we'll give it away on the Friday show. And then we can shoot the, the guy or the girl that uh, left the nickname up there and uh, message them. And then we can get them their, uh, their beautiful uh, Turbo Man talking action figure from uh, Jingle All the Way. I, I then uh, went and checked the nicknames and um, they're so 
bad. And uh, not just bad. Like there's one in there that I, I think the guy said ab- abortion survivor. Where I'm like, first of all, that's an incredibly poor taste. Um, secondly, it's kind of it's mean. Like we're doing a Christmas giveaway. And then thirdly, like, is that the type of humor that you think that that we're into? Like, it's just, I, it, again, we'll go back to the first segment. So it caused me to question a few things about myself. But the rest of them, there's some good ones in there. I'm not going to say there's none. And I don't know who you, you picked. But I'm looking at some of these, and I just don't even know how, if they're listening to the same show that, that I am. These are people that I know. A lot I, of people. I, I know these. Uh, this one just made me laugh reading over it now. Uh, Josh Roca, Big Dope. Now, see, that's, <laughs> that's not bad. It's not bad. It's an honorable mention. You didn't win, Josh. But it's just. Maybe it's, it's, some of them the I can't even. I don't know, but you are a big dope. So, like, I probably would be inclined to pick that one. Some of them that we can't even read on the show. Like, I, some of these are, like, jokes that you would say in 2006. Like, I just don't know what. Butt plug. It's terrible. Okay. I guess. I don't even want to, like, call people out by name because these are people that fucking, you know, listen to the show and I don't want them to feel bad. Chislicor. What the fuck does that mean? It's staggering. Tommy Craig, you've been around a long time. Yours is awful. Just awful. Regular donator. I know. <laughs> He's a good man. Brokeback Mountor. Oh my God. That's Kevin Parker. That has five comments back responding to that. High five and everyone just high five and everybody. Oh God. What's Loft Nort? What is that? That was uh, from the Bombs and Flubs. You said Loft Nort? Or yeah. I thought you just said Nort. I said Nort and then Loft Nort. <laughs> Those, <laughs> I mean, Nort was not a terrible idea. No, that was one of my runner-ups. Titanotor. Don't get it. Oh, God. I'm not in the business of attacking these people. You trust me, I'm not. Did you pick one? I do. I have a winner. It's going to... Uh, f- oh, yep. Well, let's go get this ready. Right. I mean, depending on what you're going to say. <laughs> Fan of radio. Oh, what do you say? The Arlington Snuggler. What? What does that mean? I think he's referring to uh, yesterday's show. Oh, you're snuggling in with your roommates? Yeah. That's okay. at least a nickname that follows the trend of the opening series. There's no of alliteration, nicknames. though. You know right. I mean? It should be the Sherlington Snuggler. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> All right. Well, you picked it. So, uh, fan of radio, you win the... Uh, the Talking Turbo Man. Oh, thank you, by the way, for picking someone who lives in New Mexico, so I'm going to have to put this fucking no. thing in a box and send it out. Let me guess. You're not going to pick up the postage? It's going to be fucking $20 to send that thing Ooh. out there. All right, I'll find someone else here. No, Sorry. it's too late now. You sent it into the microphone. Really appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> Other people's money spends easy for Tor. I can tell you that much right now. All right, congratulations to Jeremy. And the rest of you, I love you. Let's let's come on. I, I think maybe what the theme of the story is here, Tor, is that I expect more from these people. These people are the elite. Yeah. They're the young bucks. Kenny Omega. And it's been a year of this show, and everyone's been very, very nice and supportive. And Who everyone- the fuck would put butt plug down to be your name? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> and then when they have a chance 
to upgrade, you know, and say, oh, here's a good one. You had a great, good, good one. It's just shitting down the back of their legs. Wasn't good. Gross, by the way. <laughs> it's a horrible image. Is that something you say to people? Not often. I used to work with this guy uh, uh, at the UPS store. He was a rugby player, mm-hmm. and he would go out onto the pitch, and then he would immediately shit down the side of his pants. And then he would be uh, carrying the ball, and the other uh, people playing would realize what he had done, so nobody would would stop him. And he would get away with this for like two or three fucking minutes, where he would just be running up and down the field with the fucking uh, with the egg, as they call it, before the, the refs and the officials got a hold of what was going on, and they told him to get off the fucking field. That can't be true. <laughs> he had a picture of it. Dude, that can't be true. That's that has to be false. Uh, I believe his name was Dirty Ass Alex, and I uh, I absolutely believe that it's at least possible. I absolutely. <laughs> Sure, Walgreens. If Walgreens is listening, he That's can corroborate a, that. That he sh- is he is he a free man? Is he- uh, yeah, I think he was in the Marines actually. Uh, and then he was working at the UPS store. He was a good kid. He was a good kid. But that that's a story that he told many times. And he had a picture of himself like running. And there's just I thought it was mud, but it certainly looks like it could be what he was talking about. I digress. Um, all right, so uh, enough of this palaver. Uh, what do we have for uh, this week here, Gigantor? Well, we had this week one. I went unique for this week's best of. Uh, you the, went unique for the for the Friday show. All right. uh, we had a double recording, also guest spot this week with Mr. Kenny Kidd. Oh yeah, that was fun, and it was one of the more I, I've never heard it done uh, on a podcast or, or radio where both parties are recording, and it was also a behind the scenes for his catastrophe radio. Where and both get, parties have been freshly sacked by the same radio company in the same year. Yes, yes, that is also unique about all this. So it's a uh, it's the premise that he has uh, developed at Catastrophe Radio, uh, and then he gives thirty minutes to a listener. He he gets them on the phone, lets them check the playlist, lets them uh, yeah. kind of preview it for the show. He gives them thirty minutes to kind of control the show. Here's your thirty. Here's here's your songs. Enjoy, and then. But it wasn't just hearing that 30 minutes it was the behind the scenes dialogue as well okay we'll recut this we'll do this again all right here's the take here's the lead in we're gonna hit a liner and i'm assuming if you like this show you're listening to it you have some semblance of a appreciation for radio and maybe a radio file that's a little strong but i think people do like that behind the scenes stuff yeah i remember um and i didn't remember this until we'd actually uh trust me i I ripped plenty of stuff off from uh, other radio shows but um I think Don and Mike, I'm almost positive, they used to bring Dude Walker on, and they would have him cut the uh, IDs for their show live on their show, which was always kind of interesting because generally you go into a studio and you do that. And uh, this is similar to that. It's basically Kenny is recording me picking my playlist for his show on Saturday night where he plays, you know, five or six hours of rock music. And I was able to pick uh, six or seven artists that I really dig. And it's kind of hearing us going back and forth, putting that together. Yeah, I, I really liked it too. And we got some good feedback for it too. So I'm glad the uh, the Friday show listeners will be able to hear it as well. Very unique, yeah. I would say. Nothing I could ever have gotten away with doing the, the, the FM radio show. All right, cool. Well, let's hear uh, that. And then we'll come back and we'll wrap things up. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, consider subscribing. ChadDukesShow.com. I'd like to wish you a big thank you to everyone who has already sent in videos from our live events this year. It's much appreciated. But if you haven't done so yet, send whatever clips you have to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com or message them to chaddukeshow on Instagram. Everybody, it is the holiday season, and I'm sure you're getting spammed and blasted with ads everywhere that you go saying, buy this, buy that, and you're wondering if you're ever going to use it. Well, I'm here to tell you about Manscaped, something that I use 
every single week. And maybe your boy has a date tonight and he had to use it yesterday. And guess what? I was still very satisfied and now I'm walking around pretty confident. And if you're thinking also, what am I going to get my, my family for Christmas? What am I going to get? Well, here's a couple options you have. You got the Manscaped 201 shampoo and conditioner just launched. Kill two birds with one stone with that one. The Manscaped cologne-infused body wash is money. Uh, the Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit. You could also get crop mops, ball wipes for your balls to give you a fix-up if you need it. And then the Manscaped Signature Cologne. All of these are fantastic stocking stuffers for the holidays. Make sure you hurry to their site to ensure these wild gifts show up before the holiday season. And when you're, while you're at it, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code DUKES. Whether this is for your partner, dad, brother, friend, get them something that they will actually use in the upcoming year. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code DUKES. That's D-U-K-E-S, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code DUKES. Your balls and family will thank you. Hey, everyone. If you haven't become a Facebook supporter of The Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the Supporter Hub tab. It's $5 a month. You'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night hoot mannies. Friendos, it's Chad Dukes for our newest sponsor of the Chad Dukes show, M.W. Burke Incorporated, Matt and Lisa Burke. Man, they're friends of the show, and uh, they're friends of ours, and they are a husband and wife, and they own their own business, and they are absolutely tremendous at what they do. From the design to the building phase of whatever you want to do with your house, bathrooms, basements, additions, kitchens, they have 20-plus years in the industry. They got a great team. I've had them in my home. A lot of people get weirded out by that, like, oh, I got a lot of strangers in my house. They are very, very um, good at working around your schedule. They are they realize you're displaced if you're having a large job done in your house. and They do everything they can to make it as comfortable as possible while, by the way, doing a tremendous job. I had my entire kitchen redone by them. I had a urinal put in my basement by them. Uh, they were going to get a bathroom done here in 2022 by M.W. Burke. Uh, tremendous company. Go to mwburke.com. Set up a free 15-minute Zoom meeting. Go over whatever project you have in mind. Even if you decide, hey, man, I got to wait on this, whatever. They'll talk you through it. I've spitballed countless projects with them. Uh, really good people. Now's the time to start thinking about doing your late winter and spring projects. So go to mwburke.com and get a free 15-minute Zoom meeting to go over whatever project you have in mind. mwburke.com. Tell them big shoes, say you. Whether you're drinking by the fire, getting ready to send it into Arlington like your boy, or just trying to find an escape from your eight kids, make sure you check out the Chad Duke Show playlist on Spotify. Just go to chaddukeshow.com slash music for the official link to your new favorite playlist. Welcome back to the Chad Dukes Show. Very excited right now, doubly so. First of all, I always enjoy talking to the best in the world of what he does, Mr. Kenny Kidd, but I'm also incredibly honored is I will be putting together a little playlist as a subscriber to Catastrophe Radio. He's been doing this kind of guest DJ segment where you can submit your list and if you're lucky enough Kenny will pull them and play them on his show for all suggest Saturday night which is going on this Saturday night you can go to catastrophe radio.com to subscribe and I'm joined right now on the Commonwealth dry goods hotline by Mr. Kenny Kidd what's up Kenny what's up brother man 
Are you excited? Dude, this is so cool. Well, you know, I've been listening to that you do this for years. So to be able to, I mean, getting one request in is always fun. You know, we're sitting around the bonfire and you throw out Ant-Man's big fat thighs. It pops the crowd every single time. But uh, <laughs> to be able to pick like a whole, you know, section of songs, that's a lot of trust. I'm actually very flattered I'll be allowed to do it. Yeah, man. Um, it's something that I, I, I thought of, you know, when doing Catastrophe Radio and the reasons I'm doing it is, is I want more feedback from people and what better way than to give them an entire half hour to program. I mean, yeah, like you said, getting that one request played is awesome. But I mean, the show's five. Well, actually, with the after party, the show's damn near seven hours every week. So I mean, if you can get that one in, that's great. Give me more. I mean, I'll, I'll play more as long as it's not something that I, I just played or it's it kind of fits where we're at in the night i'll play more but this is a way where you can kind of program that entire half hour at least a half hour uh pretty much uh, depending on how many songs you, you pick and and you've got what what do you got eight here i, I believe I eight think, songs yeah, that eight you got songs. in the half hour so there's the thing though too man if you pick rhyme of the ancient mariner and the <laughs> red and the black by iron maiden you're done after two songs so it kind of gives the average person a little inside view you know break that fourth wall down and and give them a little inside view of what actually it takes to program an entire show well the cool thing is is that it all kind of fits under what you're doing there and you know rocking people out on saturday night but there's nuance i mean i like all the different genres you dabble in and some of the other people that have gotten a chance to have you know the subscriber spotlight they have different tastes like it might be a little heavier they might you know i heard mastodon last we were driving down to the beach and i'm like oh that's something you don't normally hear it's it's kind of interesting to hear the different directions and influences that the listeners are taking it yeah, I mean, and that's one thing that I've always strived to do is I absolutely love heavy music. I absolutely love classic rock. I love country, real country, that outlaw country, not that shit they're playing on the radio nowadays. <laughs> I love all of that, that southern rock. And, and I want to pay tribute to all of that because we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for all those influences. So and, and so many people don't even know about so many bands or songs or they've only heard that one song that gets radio play and they don't appreciate what a, a huge catalog a lot of these bands have. Completely agree. Um, all right, so what I want to do, for, for, well, first of all, it's if people want to do this, if they want to do what I'm going to do, which is get their set list played and talk about these songs. I mean, people love talking about music, sharing music. How, how do they attempt to do what I'm going to do on Catastrophe Radio? You just go to CatastropheRadio.com. All the details are there. You pretty much, you pretty much pick about a half hour's worth of songs, and you send me an email with that Um uh, to catastrophe at gmail.com but again all of the details are at catastrophe radio.com you send me the playlist and then i randomly pick out of a hat this is the fourth one we're doing chad yours got picked i randomly pick one out of a hat and then i'll give you a call and kind of like what we're doing now is we'll go through the list i'll, I'll introduce uh, I'll, I'll introduce like that first song bring you in and then other songs like you'll be on your own and you'll do it yourself and I'll coach you. I, I, I coach people along in doing it. I, I chop it up to make them feet, make them sound good, you know, so they don't so they don't sound like a complete ass if they're stumbling over shit, you know. And, and I, I do it too, you know. So a, a, as we go through it, you know, I could chop it up, make you sound good. But 
this is you, man. If you got something you want to say about this song, why you pick that song, let it out. That's awesome. Um, I figured this would be more entertaining for the audience to just do mine here on the show rather than me just, you know, call in and then they have to. It'll be also a good teaser as to what I'm going to play to get my guys to check out. If they haven't already, I know there's a lot of crossover subscribers between what you do and what I do, but it's a good way for people to get a taste of it. Um, all right. What do we do first here? Are we uh, do I need to is this number OK to be on or how, how are you going to record this up? here yeah well i'm I, I'm, I'm standing behind my mic I, i've got the studio set up i've got i don't know how it's sounding on your end sounds great um, okay cool cool um so I, I've, I've got it set up it's recording i'll just kind of intro it I, i'm not exactly sure what song we're going to be coming out of yet so that one i'll probably just redo but i'll, I'll kind of intro it i'll bring you in and then uh and then i'll, I'll you know tell you hey uh, what's what's what are we playing here and why and you lead us into that first one and then We'll go from there. That sounds amazing, man. I'm good to go whenever you are. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. <clears throat> All right. It's time for tonight's subscriber spotlight as we head out to Fairfax, Virginia. And we welcome it. <clears throat> see? See, that's why we do this I sometimes love it, like dude. this. I love it. All right. It's time to... <clears throat> You need a tall boy and about six, 15 cigarettes, yeah, I think. It's, it's weird doing this in the middle of the day. I, I just I just had some leftover pizza for lunch. I had a cigarette and, and not a beer in sight. This is crazy. All right, let's try it one more time. It's time for tonight's subscriber spotlight as we head out to Fairfax, Virginia. And we welcome in the one and only big shooter, Chad Dukes. He's stepping into the spotlight. Chad, how's it going, buddy? It's absolutely fantastic, Kenny. It's I got to say, it's a huge thrill. I listened to you on the radio for years down here in D.C. It was always the highlight of the week, and I absolutely love Catastrophe Radio and the fact that we get a commercial free now and the way you always wanted it. It's an honor to be here. All right. Well, and then here's my here's my chance to do a little cross from uh, here's my chance to do a little cross promoting for those of you who don't know or may not know anyone who's just a listener of me and don't know about Chad Dukes. He's a talk radio vet. He's got his own show, and that can be found at chaddukeshow.com. It's absolutely hilarious. He gives you like thirty hours of content a week, or it seems like much to Taurus chagrin. But he's like I said, he's got his own show, chaddukeshow.com, and he's. Been been a huge supporter of mine dating back to the old show back when we both were shackled by the bullshit of corporate radio and as a matter of fact if it wasn't for chad's encouragement and support catastrophe radio would not exist so brother on behalf of all kids worldwide thank you very much for everything uh, dude, that's awesome it, it is my pleasure you have uh, certainly entertained me as much host hopefully i've maybe have entertained you over the years but um this is great i love the variety of music and i'm excited because you and i both love rock but we both love country and i'm, I'm excited to share a little taste of that with your audience tonight with the kiddies all right now off to that business at hand as i said this is week Four of our newest feature on I'll Suggest, I'll Suggest Saturday Night, the Subscriber Spotlight, where we put that show in the hands of one lucky subscriber to program about 30 minutes of their favorite songs. Chad, you were randomly picked to enter the Subscriber Spotlight this week, and honestly, I thought it was going to be 30 minutes of Mother by Danzig, because that, that was the only time that me and you actually, I thought, kind of had real beef going on, was when I denied that request on the old show, man. It wasn't real beef. It's just you said that it was you played poison like the next song after you told me to go fuck myself. So I didn't know what to think. I was like, I understand they play mother too much on the radio, but it's not like I called up and asked, you know, to hear ramble on by Led Zeppelin. 
I just thought higher of you, man. From that moment, you let me down oh, because God. when you're picking Danzig, I had the entire catalog at my disposal, and you went with the radio hit, mother. But okay, so I was pleasantly surprised when I saw this playlist. This thing is absolutely hot, man. I, I absolutely love it. What are we starting off with, and why? Well, I know you're a big Charlie Daniels fan, and I always had such respect for you, Kenny. Whenever um, Charlie Daniels passed away, it's a huge deal. I've seen him live. I, you know, I saw him in his 70s, and he's just ripping, just switching from the fiddle to the guitar. And saw him open for Alabama, saw him open for the Marshall Tucker Band. He was just a consummate showman. And when he passed away, you just did a really good job of honoring him um, and playing some of his songs. Even though, you know, I know what your audience likes—they like hard rock. But Charlie Daniels can absolutely rip it. And uh, that night, uh, you were honoring him on um, also. On I'll request back then you played the legend of Wooly Swamp and I was like well if I'm gonna get into some southern rock and some country rock on Kenny Kidd's show I think that's a really good place to start you're goddamn right here's that Charlie Daniels a catastrophe radio nice okay and then uh yeah <laughs> all right then uh after that I'll play like a quick liner uh just to you know kind of kill some of that time in between this one's gonna be a little over a half hour um alright so we got after that one will be Whipping Post by Steel Woods. So you'll come back and do that one by yourself. And oh, okay. Are you you're good? Yeah, I'm good to go, brother. Okay. Whenever you're ready. All right. So I'm coming back from Charlie. I'm coming back from Charlie Daniels, right? No, no, no. You're coming back from Whipping Post. Okay. Okay. And then sending it into the next one. It's a Whitey Morgan. Excellent. That was the Steel. Oh, excuse me. Chad Dukes here. Lifelong idiot. That was the Steel Woods and their version of Whipping Post by the Allman Brothers. Steel Woods, one of the tightest uh, Southern rock bands out there. They got three albums out. They're all fantastic. They recently, their lead guitarist passed away, so they had to kind of get back together and put themselves back together as a band released another album and sound just as good as they always did. Uh, tremendous. If you like country rock, if you like Southern rock, you're not going to find a tighter band performing and recording today. Very excited. This guy I actually drank tequila with in the basement of a barbecue restaurant in Washington, D.C. I swear for Lord. He is from Detroit, Michigan, where all things country music come from here's whitey morgan and the 78s is that all right yeah that's a on catastrophe radio oh, my bad bro on catastrophe radio nice i think people are going to be steamed to hear the inner workings of this yes i, I really do I, it's, it's so cool uh, people get to get to hear us go back and forth and uh, this is exactly what they would be hearing when, when i call them to do the next subscriber yeah. spotlight yeah all right cool all right, so then after Woody Morgan, we'll have uh, another quick liner, um, and then we'll come back. Uh, at, oh, and then after that, we'll be Hank 3. So we'll come back after Hank 3. Nice. God damn, I freaking love Hank 3. That was straight to hell. Brought to us at Chad Dukes in Fairfax, Virginia. He's in tonight's subscriber spotlight. And if you would like to submit a set list for a future show, you can find all the details at CatastropheRadio.com. What you got next for us, brother? Well, I got I to gotta say, I do feel the same way about Hank the Third. I love that. Uh, I think you post a show from the Blind Pig that he did back in Cleveland a few years back, and it's always spectacular. I always run through that. The Grog thing. Shop in Cleveland. The Grog Shop, is that where it was? Yes. And amazing show. I went and saw, me and my wife went and saw him so many goddamn times uh, while we were dating. I, I, that was one of our favorite things to do on a date was go see Hank Three. It, it absolutely pisses me off that he's not. Uh, that he's not torn anymore yeah i completely agree and that one rips that's from the uh, if you have never seen the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia it's a documentary <laughs> that he's in and he absolutely kills in it um next up one of my favorite bands uh making music today kenny called blackberry smoke i, I saw them 
years and years ago, probably a decade ago, in the basement of Hill Country Barbecue. I think there was maybe 25 people in the audience, and now they sell out the Fillmore every time they come here to D.C. They're just a massive band. Uh, this song's called Testify. It's just a banger. It's just a class. It, it sounds like what they do a great job of, of not sounding like they're dated, but also sounding like their music could have been recorded in 1977. I don't know how they do that duality. Their, their album, The Whippoorwill, is one of my favorite of all time, but this track absolutely rips, and I think it fits all suggest saturday night perfectly what is it didn't i say what i, th- I thought i said that did huh? you i thought so you want me to do that again oh uh, well, then just go on catastrophe radio all right uh well let me just do that again then <laughs> you want me to do it again because i i'm almost positive i said it but if i didn't i don't want to fuck you up yeah I, you, you might have i started i started looking over my notes real quick while you were talking no worries you know how that goes let's do it um <laughs> All right. This band is one of my favorites. They're called Blackberry Smoke. They're from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, they just, they started, I saw them with 50 people in the basement of Hill Country Barbecue in D.C., and now they, they sell out the Fillmore when they come through Washington, D.C. They're, they're tremendous. They do amazing covers. The song's called Testify. Um, they have this weird duality where their music sounds modern, but it also sounds like it could have been recorded in 1977. Um, any of their albums, they're very consistent. If you want to pick them up, uh, I think you'll enjoy them cover to cover but testify seems to fit the vibe on all suggest saturday night nice all right and then uh after that one will be another quick liner and then jesse dayton yes yes and then jesse, another liner uh, and then another liner yep. yeah i'm just looking at the email you sent me yep and then steve earl and then steve earl let me back sell that one a little bit, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, by all means. Cool. All right, Steve Earl. And uh, okay, so this one, this one's all you. So go ahead. Oh, excellent. Chad Dukes here on Catastrophe Radio. That is the great Steve Earl fixing to die from the album So You Want to Be an Outlaw, which I once heard him describe as his uh, attempt to just record a Waylon Jennings album. It absolutely kicks ass. If you love Waylon Jennings, if you love Outlaw Country, pick that one up. Uh, Steve Earl does a great job. He hosts his own show in Sirius XM. We play some great music as well. Uh, this next track is a cover of Waylon Jennings by... I guess you could call him a one-man band. His name's Tennessee Jet out of Nashville. He does everything himself. And on this cover, the great Cody Jenks provides uh, vocals. Another one of my favorite musicians recording music right now. He's got kind of a metal background, and uh, you're going to hear it here. If if Waymore was acid-washed and rocking out metal-wise, this is the way Waymore Blues would have been recorded. I think you're going to dig it on Catastrophe Radio. Badass. Awesome. Cool. Okay, then after that, we'll come back and wrap it up. Steamed. Tennessee Jet with that kick-ass version of Waylon Jennings. Way more blues wrapping up this week's subscriber spotlight on All Suggest Saturday Night. Chad Dukes, well, he stepped into the spotlight tonight, and as expected, he raised that bar to new heights. Chad, thank you for your support. That killer Hellbilly playlist and everything that you do for us, brother. Chad, got anything you want to add before we let you go? I want to tell the kiddies that the – 
the I missed one week of all requests Saturday night, and the very next week I was fired from radio. So that let that be a lesson to you. Do not take a week off. I don't care if there's a funeral. I don't care if you're going overseas. Make sure you're logged in and listening to this man playing music, because if not, catastrophe takes place in your life. Kenny, you're the best in the world at what you do. Thank you so much for having me on, brother. You got that damn right, brother. All right. Uh, well, uh, hang on a while. I got I to gotta grab your mailing address again. I got that autographed copy of your set list and some Catastrophe Radio stickers for you, brother. All right? I can't wait. Going to frame that and hang it in the studio. Nice. All right. And then I'll, I'll throw it to whatever I've got going on next after that. So we'll, I'll, I'll chop that up and uh, try to get it, try to squeeze it in <laughs> in 30 minutes. I don't think it's going to work, but well, good. that one might actually be 35, 40 minutes long. I love bleeding over. Uh, what, what time are you going to roll <laughs> that on uh, Saturday night? Um, it'll probably be closer to 925 since it'll be a little longer. I don't want to get it too far into 10 o'clock. Excellent. I can't wait. I'll be listening to the whole show either way, but uh, thanks so much, man. This has been a goddamn thrill. I really enjoyed it. Hell yeah, brother. All right, man. Thanks. That's my guy, Kenny Kidd. He's the best in the world at what he does. Go ahead and subscribe. CatastropheRadio.com Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook, turn on your notifications, and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. It's the holiday season, so whoop-dee-woo, and dickery hello, friendos. It is Christmas time again, happiness and cheer, oh, that we should only see such treasures through the year, or pleasures? I forget. Look that up, Thor. Joe Azer is basically who I want to talk about right now. The man loves Christmas just like Shoe does. Give yourself the gift of selling your home for less than it would cost if you went with somebody else, and you'll get better service. I have had 100% positive feedback from people that are calling Joe Azer. Meanwhile, if you want to call in the spring, get a hold of Joe now. Get out in front of this thing. You can get all the pictures taken, drone photos, all the staging. Uh, you know about Ryan and Sherry. They upgraded their townhouse. They moved out of, well, we'll just say an undesirable location, and they now find themselves in a single family in Bristow. They came out to the live event, had nothing but great things to say about Joe. And let's be honest, not all agents are created equal. You know that. Why pay 3% to a listing agent when you can pay 1%, flat 1%, and he'll cover the seller home warranty as well. Buying or selling, Joe Azer is your man. Support him. He supports this show. 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. Call Joe Azer and tell him Chad Duke sent you. The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the shop tab on chaddukeshow.com for show t-shirts and koozies. Very cool catching up with, uh, oh, we're back live. Uh, very cool uh, catching up. It's weird. This is tape. It's a technical. Uh, hopefully people understand. Uh, always cool catching up with uh, Kenny Kidd. And uh, definitely worth it subscribing to his uh, service. As I do Catastrophe Radio. I'll be on there, uh, as you heard him say, at some point on Saturday nights. Where are you at, Tor, on birthdays as an adult? I just... I'll go to the bars. I don't want. To, I don't want to like. 
a lot of people my age they go out to the the club they get the bottle service they get the girls dancing with the big the big sparklers and shit. No, 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 I just that blows. Yeah, I'll just go to a uh, I'll just go to a bar. I don't really expect gifts. I I wouldn't ask for gifts for my birthday. Um, it's just kind of uh, I I'm past twenty one now, so it doesn't really matter. Really? Yeah. Okay. I um my birthday's next week, and uh, I never know what to do. My wife's always like, "What do you want to do for your birthday?" Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I almost feel like it's an inconvenience asking people to come out for a birthday, and I feel like unless a party is being, I feel like parties are for. I don't mean to disrespect girls and celebrities. Like I feel like celebrities throw humongous birthday parties. Girls, it still seems to be very important to have uh, birthdays. And uh, my wife has like a birthday week of stuff that takes place. And then uh, I don't know. I like the idea of getting together with like some friends and like you know smoking and joking like I normally would. What I have noticed is that if if there's people that don't hang out as much, you can guilt them into doing it if it's for a birthday, right? Which kind of sucks, because then you're like, I mean, you know what's going on, right? If it's somebody you don't normally hang out with, but they come out for the birthday, it's like, oh, you feel like you have to be here. Right. But it's not as nearly as obnoxious as a wedding. To me, that's like the be-all, end-all trap of I'm going to make you do something you don't want to do simply because me. Um, and, and maybe there's lots of people out there that can rise above themselves and say, I'm just doing this to help a friend celebrate this next stage in their life. I have never been one of those people. So a birthday to me is like the uh, the diet version of the wedding. Yeah, I I, I think I've actually worked on my last three birthdays. That's what, when I was your age, <laughs> that's is, what I did. That's what you do. It's like, I, what do I care? You, know, you work I, on Christmas. You work on New Year's Eve. The days that people don't <laughs> want to work, that's, those are the days you work. That's kind of how you you know chop the, chop the fucking wood. Um, but I always like, I don't know. I always feel like I would be de- somewhat depressed if nothing happens. You yeah. Know? Corolla's got a very interesting way of looking at it. He's like, you didn't do anything to be born. Like he says, you should celebrate achievement day. He's like, you should pick like whatever your greatest achievement is and celebrate that as kind of like a culmination of work that you've done. And I kind of like that idea, but I don't, I don't know how that's any less self-serving. Yeah, you can't get, it wouldn't feel right getting hammered at the roulette table for an achievement day because then it feels kind of counterintuitive right. whereas for birthday all right let's go to the mgm I, <laughs> okay but i think asking people to like put on a suit oh, or yeah, asking people that. to drive more than fucking 30 minutes like that that's tough uh, on a birthday after the age of you know whatever your age you're at and I, I think a lot of people when they get to my age it's like they don't look forward to the birthdays <laughs> you know you're just advancing towards the grim reaper but um oh i've hit that oh you have yeah uh all right that ain't good i'm gonna be 24 well, that's, you might as well just pack it in. That sucks. And, and you know what? I might, I'm kind of saying here, all right, I lost a year due to COVID of being, you know, early 20s. You're just going to keep continue to call yourself 23? No, nah, I'm, I'm going to be 24, but I'm just going to do a do-over at 23 mentally. I okay. Think. Well, it makes you feel any better. The only thing that's changed about me is I, I have more diarrhea. I have more aches and pains. But <laughs> I, Well, I'm just saying I don't... Dude, I'm telling you, from 25 to about 39, I was just like, I don't... There ain't much difference, you know. I feel like there's a couple of things I've changed my mind about, and there's a couple of things I do differently now, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's different for people with kids. I think once you pop the kids out, everything changes that way. I don't know. I see 26- and 27-year-olds, and it kind of terrifies me because they're they're all stuffy. It's like, when did you start getting stuffy? Well, but those are people that are wired to pack it in. Uh I mean, you you also know people that, like, they're not looking – 
I always say this about when you get married, they ain't looking for a partner. They're looking for a new mom. Sure. Like, you know, friends that are wired that way. Oh, and yeah. I, I don't think it has much to do with age at all. That's why you always, when you talk about me and you talk about some of the other people that are my age, it's like, it's kind of the way you choose to live your life and what you choose to still be interested in. I think the mindset, I mean, there's some health. Like, if I, when I went out and played wiffle ball, my fucking Achilles tendon hurt so bad I couldn't fucking walk for two days. That doesn't happen when you're 23. But. You know, it's a mindset. It's like, do you still enjoy socializing? Do you still like finding new music? You know, do you still, when I read something that young people are doing, sometimes I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. Young people are stupid. But a lot of times I try to keep up on what's going on, you know, why it's happening. And I think if you don't close that part of you off, um, you don't end up like, I mean, A-Man could be, A-Man could be 57 years old, you know, with the way that he kind of walks around. Yeah. He, he said his age on the BMI this last week. And I, I, I he, Kind of took me back a little bit. It's weird, though, too, because it's like his hair. Like he has the least amount of hair of anyone I know and the most amount of hair. He's the most childlike out of everybody I know, and he's the most old man-ish yeah. after everybody I know. So I don't know what that's all about, but he's he's more of an enigma. Did, did I tell you I once watched him walk like an Egyptian out of a room? What? Do you know what walk like an Egyptian is? With the Yeah, yeah that. Yeah. You'd say that's kind of like an older person thing to do, right? Like a dad thing to do? Yeah. If you saw someone on a dance floor in a nightclub walking like an Egyptian, would you fucking steer clear of that person? I wouldn't talk to him, no. Okay. I watched him walk like an Egyptian out of a room once, and I said, ooh, wow. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the only thing you can't, I, you can't get past that. Yeah, that's somebody that's relevance <laughs> is spitting in their face right there. I don't know. Um, 43. Got to be 43, which is uh, kind of a big deal. Um, I once... Once you leave the, to me, 46 is you're old and it's done. No disrespect to anybody in the fucking audience. I'm sure that 40, you're too close to 50 to have anyone pay attention to anything you're saying anymore. <laughs> so I got three more years before I'm just going to, I'm going to start digging the hole. And then hopefully by the end of 47, I'll, I'll have I'll fill it back in on myself. I got to ask. Okay. Right now. Okay. I got to ask you. Do you want a gift for your birthday from me? From you? Yes. You don't want to give me like. I always say this to people. If you're asking that, you don't want to give a gift. So don't, please. Well, no. I just want to make sure because I, I know at times your birthday, you want you, you've you said. You want me to let you off the hook for getting me a gift, and I'm not going to do that. Well, I got a good gift idea. I don't think you do. Okay. I think you want me to say no because you don't want to give a gift. Okay. Which then, is fine. I have everything that I need in the world. Then the reverse card of that. What would you like for your birthday? You See, could, that's another you could, thing. You could explicitly say it. I'll get it for you. What we about could just implicitly? Be- <laughs> Can I implicitly say it? Sure. I would like, oh, you want to know what I want from you? Uh-huh. I'd like for you to care about the show a little okay. bit more. <laughs> I'd like for you to get up in the morning and not resent me a little bit less. Just a little bit less. I know it's going to happen, and a lot of that has to do with me, not with you. But if you could just resent me a little bit less, that would be tremendous. I was thinking like I... Did you email the send a dong like, people like for a cake or something? Did you, I, don't, I don't want a cake. I don't eat cake. You don't know anything about me. I don't eat cake at all. Do you, did you email the send a dong people? Not yet. Did no. you get the shark research people on back on the show? I have not gotten to did that. Did you get yet. the guy from the uh, Sasquatch uh, drug dealing documentary? No. Okay. Well, those are things I'd like. Okay. I'd like all those things for the show. Gotcha. I'd like you to clean up your area. <laughs> Behind you here. I'd like to get some of the clutter out of there. Will do. That'd be, that'd be great. Okay. Maybe take away some of the stuff that needs to get thrown out on the back. Gotcha. Stuff around here is what I'd like for you. If you'd like to do a little, the green room over there, a lot of trash, a lot of shit that could just get thrown into the dumpster. 
That would be a beautiful gift for me. I'll take that out today. If I came in here and things were organized and the studio looked beautiful for our, the next hoot nanny, that would be the greatest gift anyone has ever given. How me. did this flip? It was just supposed to be what you want. I'm telling you what I want. Okay. See these cords? It looks like a rat's nest in front of me. If maybe uh -huh. someone came in here and bubbled these up a little bit. I've been asking for more slack in this fucking microphone since we've done the show. I, I thought I got you more Maybe slack. we get rid of some of this black tape that's been sitting here that puts sticky stuff all over everything. So I leave here every day with sticky stuff on my hands. I thought it would be fucking beautiful. Okay. Maybe you put the new surgery protector in we stole from the beach house that we talked about a week ago down here for the show gotcha over here on top of the refrigerator if we can get that in order now it's a pretty big list for your birthday uh, it's a, this is doesn't, doesn't cost you nothing <laughs> then cost you a red cent then cost you a nickel love that maybe when i have an event at the store you stop by these are things that i that you can oh, do that don't cost you a dollar by the way, if you don't want to see Gigantor, <laughs> come on by Commonwealth Dry Goods on Saturday. Uh, I will be working there all day. So if you'd like to see us, go to uh, Commonwealth Dry Goods. In Fairfax, it is at Commonwealth Dry Goods on Instagram. Well, I, th I appreciate you asking, big man. All, uh, all hilarity aside, clearly. A lot of jocularity there. Cleaning up around here. Whoa. Caring about the show. Whoa. Taking an interest in my small business. Slow down. Oh, boy. All right, let's do this tour. Let's remind people they can subscribe if they want to hear more of this fucking just insanely over-the-top entertainment, entertaining content. Uh, go to chaddukeshow.com and uh, subscribe. Maybe just subscribe for a month. See if you like it. It's cheap. Uh, you get the whole back catalog. The second you subscribe, you get every episode we've done, and we have done a shitload. So if you're looking for a show that don't talk COVID, we don't talk politics, we don't talk protests, we don't talk any of that shit, we talk about our dicks, and we talk about dinosaurs. That's pretty much it. Sasquatches. What else? Junk food. Yeah. Uh, movies at times. Diarrhea. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah, if you like all those things. Well, nobody likes those uh, things. If you if you enjoy the discussion of those things, ChadDukeShow.com, and of course, uh, social media, at ChadDukeShow on Facebook and Instagram. Tor, thank you. Great week, buddy. Yeah, I was very happy with it. Tremendous week of shows this weekend. Thank you. Seriously, I know we bust balls. Everybody that subscribes, everybody that supports on Facebook, you continue to keep the lights on in the fortress of solid dudes. Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. Hopefully I see some of you Saturday at Commonwealth Dry Goods, and if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you on Monday for a brand new episode of the Chad Duke Show. Roll out the trash cans. You know what I always say? Time to the offensive you. Ten out to fucking you.